You're listening to an encore presentation of We the People. You can hear this show live every Friday night from 7 until 8 p.m. Your source for locally how you can get involved to make a difference. Tune in. Thanks for listening. Get out there and make a difference. Marcus, Texas, Hayes County, and the rest of the world, you have reached your Friday night connection for how to get involved and make a difference locally. This is Rob Burke, your host tonight. Quadia is out on assignment. We've got uh, Mr. Sam Brannon is going to be our guest tonight, putting him in the hot seat. But uh, we're going to be talking Republican politics, what happened at the county conventions and uh, oh, just a whole bunch of stuff with Sam. You never know where it's going to go. But uh, this is a political commentary show. The views expressed on this show are those of the hosts, the guests, and not necessarily those of KCSM, SMTX, CRA, the governing board. Um, and I'll come back after I clear my throat. Thank you for tuning in tonight. We'll be right back with you. for the common man, Aaron Copeland starts us off as we start off all the shows and uh, if you ever have a question about that one, go look up uh, the roots of that music and you'll understand quite well why we have used that uh, over the years yes, it's Rob Orker with you, your host tonight and uh, Sam Brandon's going to be in here, we're going to be talking all sorts of stuff, uh, political activism uh, uh, making your voice known and uh, how the mechanisms really do work when it comes to, at least for the Republican Party, which we can talk about and some of the Democratic stuff. And uh, we'll talk uh, all over the place tonight. Um, I did want to uh, go to the news, though, a couple things uh, that had popped up at me. Uh, let's see here. 
and uh, it should be here on this one. Um, and uh, our fire chief, uh, Wes Stevenson, is he uh, was named the 2022 Texas State Fire Chief of the Year. Now, uh, it's a ceremony at the Texas Fire Chiefs Association Annual Convention in Waco. And um, so uh, each year, the award recognizes uh, Stephen's outstanding performance within the Texas Fire Service. In making its selection, the organization reviewed nearly two dozen letters of support submitted by city staff, elected officials, and community members. So uh, just, uh, you know. Good. Thank you out there. And always good to see. Uh, and Wes has stayed out of the politics. He's been around. He hasn't changed for a good many years. I uh, still remember him hanging out there with Daniel Guerrero and uh, with a lot of stuff. Uh, so uh, good to see him get that. Um, let's see here. Uh, and uh, oh, the other thing that I wanted to bring up to everyone is that the city of San Marcos is uh, fixing to enter uh, stage two drought restrictions. Uh, due to dropping aquifer levels, the city of San Marcos will enter stage two drought restrictions effective Sunday, April 17th. That's a Sunday at noon. And uh, when the uh, the 10-day average of Edwards Aquifer Index well level falls below 650 feet uh, above mean scene level, and that is when that is kicked in. Um Aquifer levels are dropping very rapidly, said Director of Utilities Tyler uh, Yorth. Uh, we just entered stage one a few weeks ago, and at this rate, we could easily reach stage three restrictions before the end of the month. So we must do all we can to conserve our precious water resources. And so um, you have only one day out of the week that you can water your uh, any of your uh, lawn uh, with sprinklers. Other than that, you have to use a hose. Uh, and uh, depending on what your address ends with depends on when you can use the sprinklers. Um, and uh, soaker, soaker hoses or drip irrigation is allowed any day, but must be done before 10 a.m. or after 8 p.m. So... Um, uh, let's see, filling decorated, uh, decorative water features such as fountains is prohibited in Stage 2. And at-home car washing, washing of impervious services, and foundation watering is limited to one day per week. So uh, just give you kind of an update here. It is dry out there. The wildfires are uh, uh, all over the place. So be very careful about, especially if you smoke, um, or if you have uh, any uh, open flames or anything uh, outside right now, it's uh, pretty bad. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Pets uh, of the week. Let's see. Uh, the Aqua Brew Music Festival is uh, coming up here. Let's see. We just got that one on. Let's see if I can pull that one up. Uh, the Aqua Brew Music Festival is April 23rd, 12 p.m. to uh, 10 p.m. Uh, events. Um, Aqua Brew is kicking off spring 2022 with the Aqua Brew Music Festival Saturday, April 23rd. Aqua Brew Music Fest is a one-day mini festival featuring four performances from national and local artists. The festival will also feature Aqua Brew's own selection of craft beers and seltzers. Uh, Nashville's rising country star Levi Hummin 
will be headlining the event. Uh, and uh, let's see, San Marcos's own Southern Angels will be supplying with soulful blend of Americana and Texas roots. And uh, come listen to their newly released debut album, Welcome to the End. Beatnik Bandits will be joining us from Austin, Texas. The Beatnik Bandits are a new breed of classic Americana, American music uh, with a pop rock Americana sound. Uh, it's as modern as it is nostalgic. And Blevins Band is a trio of uh, brothers based out of San Marcos. Caught them before. The band has uh, developed a tight uh Cosmically connected sibling groove. Okay, that's one way to put it. Uh, it's constantly evolving. So uh, go check that out. That's going to be at the Aqua Brew uh, coming up on the uh, 23rd of April. So just some of the things going on here in the uh, neighborhoods. And uh, uh, I'd like for you to get out and uh, get involved this weekend. Apologize, I'm dealing with uh, all sorts of uh, being out with uh, underneath a Weesatch tree the last couple days, <laughs> getting all of that uh, uh, and uh, all the other pollens that are in the air. Uh, but it is spring here in Texas. Glad to have uh uh, glad to have the changes, uh, although we all deal with the different uh, varieties of uh, uh, those pollens that are put up here for us. But, you know, that's part of being involved, right, is that, you know, it's not always going to be pleasant. It's not always easy. Your body puts up and fights and sometimes you don't know, you don't like the way that it's fighting and the things that it's putting up. But they're there for a reason. Sometimes you have to stop and think. Sometimes you have to listen to those health warnings and understand that there's something going on. You may not know everything that is going on out there, folks. And I'm not putting on the tinfoil hats, but there are certain you know, there, there's certain things that you need to be aware of. There are certain people that are going to try to take advantage at the city, at the county level. And, you know, sometimes these things sound, you know, farcical. Sometimes they sound crazy to be thinking things. But then there's also sometimes, folks, that there is some stuff that you need to be aware of. And I'm talking about the budgets that are coming up. I'm talking about the uh, uh, what's going on as far as all of the changes now for the renters. And we now have rolled back all of the protections that a lot of people had uh, with holding down the fort. And we no longer have those protections out there. So now all of the landlords are coming after the renters who have not paid and who are behind. And they're getting them cleared out pretty quick. So there's a lot of these things that are going on right now, very quickly under our uh, right underneath us. And... So you've got not only uh, the courts that you don't even have a day in court. You've got to go and either come in by phone or come in by uh, a uh, actual uh, uh, Zoom meeting. Well, if you're not familiar with uh, Zoom meetings, you're not very good on the phone, you don't understand how these things work, well, you are at a disadvantage. And these are the things that are happening that are changing, that have changed in our, our uh, just in the last couple of years due, due to COVID. And so looking forward to getting this discussion going, 
with our, I, I saw one of our uh, city council members the other night had was talking about the, uh, um, uh, the fact that uh, uh, a lot of things were expiring. And I was like, wait a minute, they already have expired. You know, the, this is already happening. People are already getting out, put out in the street. And if you're not aware of these things coming on and going on right now, you know, you need to be more aware. Because this is what's a, this is the biggest uh, impact that we're going to have to our population, especially the working class, especially people that just barely hung on uh, during COVID, you know, and here they are up against the uh, uh, JP courts, up against a lot of things that they may not know what their rights are or how to, how to handle it. But there's a lot of I still have people asking me for where to go for COVID help. You know, they're just now, you know, they're still trying to get buried, uh, unburied from a lot of this stuff. So not only is it that, but it's also our rights. It's a lot of the uh, going into court and not having your day in court, having it via a Zoom meeting or via a phone call. And that is your right that has been shuffled off to the side all for the sake of public health okay and i'm not going to get into it any deeper than that but uh yeah maybe my guest will here in just a second sam brandon just popped in rob work with you here and uh, we're going to take quick uh station break here and we'll be right back with you we're going to be talking with sam brandon about uh oh all sorts of fun lovely things here be right back with you and get this one over Tune in to Texas River Talk every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. We play music from our favorite country artists and let you know how to catch them live. We'll also have musicians in studio talking about their work and playing on air. So come join the party with Texas River Talk Fridays, noon to 2 on KZSM.org, True Community Radio. And hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at Texas River Talk. That's at TX River Talk. Hey y'all, this is Ann Halsey. Please join me every Thursday at noon on kzsm.org for SMTX School Talk, a new program where I and a guest talk about all things education, live from beautiful downtown San Marcos here in the heart of Central Texas. Tune in every Thursday at noon, SMTX School Talk on kzsm.org. Talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Sid, and welcome to Sid's Place, the best place to hear your favorite oldies. Coming to you on Sunday from 8 to 10 p.m. Central Time on kzsm.org. That's Sid's Place, Sunday from 8 to 10 p.m. Central Time. Every Sunday afternoon from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. here on kzsm.org, Roots and Branches takes you down the highways, byways, side streets and back alleys of music. Join me, Tony Wilson, your hosting guide on this weekly journey through the wonderful world of music from Texas and beyond. All you have to do is log on and listen. It's just that easy. Thank you. 
Hey y'all, this is Diesel D, host of KZSM's Veterans Hour. I want to remind everybody that Soldier Songs and Voices is meeting every Monday at Cheatham Street Warehouse from 5 until 7 p.m. If you are a veteran or active service member of the Armed Forces and want to learn how to write songs and play guitar, stop by Cheatham Street Warehouse located at 119 Cheatham Street or visit us online at SoldierSongsAndVoices.com. Howdy, partner. Does your daily routine usually consist of train robberies, horse fights, gunslinging, or all-around adventuring throughout the Wild West? Because if it doesn't, then you need to tune in to the best cowboy comedy radio play this side of the Mississippi. And that's Roscoe Taylor, the Tallahassee tween, broadcasting on KZSM every Sunday at 8 p.m. Tune in. You'll be glad you did. So I'm sitting here talking to uh, Sam Brandon in the studio. How's it going, Sam? You may want to get a little closer for me on that mic, see how that works there. Yeah, everything's real good. Except, yeah, I mean, other than the surreal nature of the world today, everything's, like, really good. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, you know, it, it, right now I have got a uh, uh, health issue came up with my leg. And I've got a uh, real – it's bad but I'm, I'm moving along with it and it's a carotid artery in the back of my knee wow. and so they got me on some blood thinners right now wow. so i'm like i'm used to going just unloading a van loading yeah. a van going and going and going yeah and it's like i gotta stop and yeah. i gotta take those breaths and it's like okay you know what i'm gonna get it done <laughs> i'm not gonna get it done anytime that i normally it's would be a different pace yeah and i think a lot of people right now i mean Everybody feels like we're walking in mud. Yeah. And it takes extra effort to make everything happen. I mean, it's it's pretty weird, strange days. For people that have been around a while, these are really strange days. Well, we knew they were coming. Well, we did. Okay. We did. I mean, you know, this was, you know, I knew all this stuff was going to come down and riding the waves and I'm recording and, you know, talking about, uh, you know, what's going down out there for everybody and uh, passing along the stories. And hats off to you, because I think I first sat in this studio talking to you on something like this like 12 years ago. Yeah, Going probably. on 12 years ago, and you've been at it straight. Yeah. And, uh, man, I mean, that's what it takes. Bless yeah. you. <laughs> it, it, there's a sense of purpose somewhere. Don Quixote going the, after the uh, windmills, you know, right, still. Right. But, uh, you know, it, it's what we do. Yeah. You know, it's that, you know, I thought I was thinking about this as I was listening coming up to the road to the show today. Yeah. Uh, Blitz just a little bit ago. They uh, normally are on Saturday morning, but they could only get the kids and everybody in here for the fight night. And they've been doing this for years, and so they were able to get them in here tonight. So we just switched their time around, and they kept playing like it was Saturday morning on the show. And <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, guys, it's Friday night. Okay, they just they, they went with it. But that here you've got people that are still, sports is important. Yeah. You know, music is important. All of these things are important to people, and they still come in here week after week. And produce these wonderful shows. Right. You know, uh, from just all we did was hook up the juice. Here's an amplifier. Here's a, you know, put it out there on the web. Yeah. And here's a couple microphones. 
And here's this cool studio, 120 years old. We'll set up some chairs, set up some lights for you. Go do whatever. Yeah. No, it's it's a beautiful concept. I love what you guys are doing here. Yeah. I love and, it. And we, we always get folks to come in. And, you know, I had one of my best shows. You know, we, we keep coming up with, okay, shows that we can send out for awards. That's one of the things that we're trying to do is find okay. some of these and get these out there and help get the word going, you know. But one of the cool shows I had not too long ago was uh, the representative from Mono Amiga on one side and uh, um, the woman that was running for uh, Hayes County Chair. Um, oh, Laura Nunn. Laura Nunn. Yeah, yeah. And she was here on the other side. Yeah. And I had an hour, I had a half hour with Laura before she had to leave. Right. And then we had a half hour with uh, Mono Amiga, but we kind of, we were mixing things up and talking about things. Yeah, yeah. And it was amazing to me that here you've got both sides of the aisle, you know, that everybody would paint these lines right down the middle, right? Right, right, right. But we're sitting here actually talking about what we agree on. Part of it was transparency. Part of it was the rights of people, that your rights shall not be impaired. And whether or not you were on the left side of things or you were on the right side of things, they agreed. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. I I call those like uh, 90% issues or 80% issues when you know that the vast majority of people will line up behind it because it's so obviously right. And I think those are the issues that we really don't spend that much time talking about or working toward. Well, I, and they're, prob- I, they're probably the easiest wins to go get. But I think that's the whole thing is that people don't want us working on those. Right. Of course. Okay, because, you know, it comes back. You and I both know that a lot of the levers of power are not by those that are elected, but are, are those of staff. Right. You know, the, yep. the people that are in there, they've got their career, they're looking for their next stepping stone, and you better stay out of their way. Yeah, I mean, their retirement, their family's future, it all relies on it, and you're just a person. Yeah. Yeah. You're just somebody here throwing stones. More or less. (laughs) You're more or less a person. Well, you're throwing stones. Yeah. You know, and they don't want that, you know, and that's the whole thing. It's like, flip it. If you need to, flip it just a little bit your way. Oh, that might help. There we go. There you go. That's a good help. There you go. I just need to be taller. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, that's one of the things I did get the request, and we got a $500 request out there for microphones and for new, uh, um, nice. uh, a couple new uh, ones coming down. So well, This is about, I have to imagine, you guys have about as much cool equipment as any community radio out there. You know, it's all used for the most part, yeah. and uh, it's figuring it out, and yeah. it's, you know, guys coming in here without... You know, you and I are both just go back. We're corporate guys, right? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and training and, you know, H, you know, getting people and motivating and sales and all that kind of good stuff. Team building, right? You right, know, right. and that's what we we still do that. That's yeah. that's in our nature. But, you know, part of that is sometimes is I got to figure out what wires go where and how to, you know, and how to do this stuff. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, I'm not the, I'm not the IT guy, but I did manage them. You know, it's a, you know, it goes on back. And I, you know, I was thinking about that kind of as my intro, which I never did for you here tonight. But, uh, you know, going back, Sam, you know, you were in Turkey. Mm-hmm. You were right in the middle of a whole bunch of stuff and just cool laying back. And you came home to be with family, yeah. You know, and to take care of family, 
and you know you you had to kind of change all your gears and what am I doing? But you knew you wanted to be here in San Marcos. Yeah, well, I thought when I got here in I guess it was uh, good grief. Two thousand four. It was no, no. It was uh, February of twenty ten. When I landed back, I, I'd been out of the country for four years at that point. Right, okay. Vagabonding around. And uh, I came back to spend some time with my old man because he had retired here. And I thought I was passing through. And I never, you know, I lived 11 years in Austin, hardly ever came down here except to look for a party, which we never found. Like in the three attempts, three, we came down here and it was like, well, we'll go hit a bar. Well, at that point, it's midnight and everything was closed, right? So back in the old days here. Jeez, that was real so, old days. <laughs> I didn't know this town. I didn't know Hayes County. And I got here and I figured out we had a spring-fed river. And I was like, well, that's going to keep me here for the summer. and it just lingered on I couldn't leave and then you know I ran into you you're one of the first people I met I was just walking down Hunter Road and you were loading your car I don't know if you even remember that oh I do of course I mean you know it's it's uh, infamous you know and and I just like hey you know I I do that and it, it kind of it's interesting because the people that are receptive to it yeah we connect Always. You know, there's some people that just kind of look Always. at you, okay, you know, but, hey, you know, I'm a Sam Martian. You know, it's yeah. you're, you're walking along, and, you know, I'm going to meet you. I'm going to ask about, uh, you know, what, you, what you're up to, and we got talking politics, and I got talking about how to get involved, yeah. and, uh, you know, a lifetime of adventures from there. <laughs> you got me in a lot of trouble, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Who, me? Yes. Oh, and, uh, yeah. You, okay, just so everybody knows. Rob's the guy that uh, he, he's talking to me one day. He goes, hey, uh, we need somebody down watching the county commission. I'm like, yeah, well, what's that? <laughs> what's that? Famous last words. And yes. He's like, well, just go, just go, just go. And that was uh, another. It, you know, it's one of those things that I was I sh- it's one of those shoulder shrugs. Yeah, I guess I'll go. And then you get down there, it's like, Whoa, this is interesting-ish, kind of, you know? (laughs) Well, the thing is that it is still, we're all this big county, you know, we're the fastest growing county and everything, but we still run it pretty ho-dunk, don't we, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, so you get in the game, you kind of figure it out, and you figure out, hell, man, these guys are really working hard against us. And then you back up and you look at it, and it's, it's a child's game that they play. Yeah. And I don't know how they continue to maintain power because it's really a child's game that they play. And they all just rally up and lock arms and somehow make things happen because we're sort of disjointed, I suppose. Well, you can always put everybody else. They're the outsiders. That's the big thing I've always seen with this county is, well, they're the outsiders. And they're the ones that, uh, you know. How do you have 80% of or 90% of the people as outsiders? <laughs> because. That's it, quite a definition. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. But that is <laughs> they do that. And I know. And, you know, this is something that Lauren and I talked about here when she was on the show is about coming to Hayes County, wanting to get involved yeah. and just getting pushed out. I said, hey. Door slam fun. on you. It's been it, that way. Yeah, they well, it's been you're right, it's been that way. And they have we have a uh in the Republican Party at least, and you know, I know the Democrats have their own problem because I office in the same building they do, right? Yeah. So yeah, they got their own issues, uh, but you know, I 
I care about the Republican Party because that's what I'm part of. And man, it's just, it hasn't really, well, it's changed and it's changing, but it's remarkably slow. And it's a fight to the death for the people that hold the power there. Yeah. They never want to give it up. I mean, now I was not able to get to our county convention uh, this time around. We'll talk about that. I'm going to take a break here in just a second. Uh, But, uh, you know, in the past, I chaired our first time that we split the county convention and set some parameters and set some things there. And they've slowly been eating away at those. I'm kind of curious to hear how far back we step this time. Yeah, we got got some stuff to talk about when we get back. (laughs) It's KZSM.org, True Community Radio. This is We the People. Rob Rourke, your host. Sam Brandon sitting across from me here. And uh, Quad D's off. Uh, he is doing some stuff with First Amendment with the city. He is digging into and doing some stuff. So going to be interesting to hear back uh, when he gets back next week on that. And uh, let's see here. Now let's hear from Mr. Steve Chelmsford, our brother all the way over in Massachusetts. Hi, this is Steve Chelmsford reminding everyone to catch my show, The Mop Tops and the King, featuring an hour of the greatest two artists in the history of rock and roll, Elvis and the Beatles, every Monday evening at 9 p.m. right here on KZSM, San Marcos Community Radio. Hey, y'all, the Price Center celebrates women and their art with no limits, an all-women's art show which hangs throughout the Price Center galleries March 5th through April 23rd. The vibrant 65-piece exhibit features a wide variety of media, subjects, and creative techniques. Color and texture play a significant role in the exhibit through several fiber artworks, paintings, mosaics, and assemblages. Many of the artworks are for sale, and a portion of any sales benefits the ongoing efforts at the Price Center. Rotating art shows are funded in part through a grant from the San Marcos Arts Commission, For more information, please call 512-392-2900. Stop by the center at 222 West San Antonio Street in San Marcos, Texas, or visit price-center.org or Facebook at Price Center and Garden. Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over 1 million members, We know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. What are you doing Sunday, April 24th? If your calendar's clear, why don't you consider joining the veterans of Kyle VFW Post 12058 at Operations Hats Off for Veterans. This is a charitable event that helps to raise money for the Kyle Veterans of Foreign Wars, assistance programs, proceeds from this fundraiser benefit local veterans and their families who are in need. More information can be found by calling 800-475-0173. Or visit us on Facebook. The Kyle VFW is a nonprofit organization as described by Section 501c3 of the Internal Revenue Code. Again, that's Sunday, April 24th, 2022. The doors open at 1400 hours. Black's Barbecue. Location is Texas Old Town, located at 1205 Roland Lane in Kyle, Texas. Roger Krieger is the featured live music. And again, information can be found by calling 800 475 0173. See you there. 
Do you love listening to great music? Are you interested in topics that can blow your mind? Do you like having a good time when listening to the radio? If so, then listen to Into the Gray, Friday mornings, 10 till noon. Into the Gray is a public interest radio program we can all enjoy. That's Into the Gray, Friday mornings, 10 a.m. until noon on KZSM.org in San Marcos, Texas. Welcome, San Marcos, Texas, and KZSM listeners all over the world. This is the Metal Mark Live Show. Every Thursday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, the godson of heavy metals, Brini, the old school and the new metal, back to the world of radio. So get involved with San Marcos Community Radio. Help us out with some donations. Keep the lights on. And tell a friend. KZSM. Yeah, Metal Mark was just, he was grinning from ear to ear when that limo pulls up out here. Says, oh, heck with these green bike things. We don't know what they are. Just kind of semi-in between. Takes up a lane. And all of these guys in heavy metal stuff, you know, the hair, the headbanger, the whole nine yards, they start piling out of this van, out of this long limo. <laughs> and everybody's out here just like, what is going on at the radio station now? Flashback to the 80s. It was. <laughs> I mean, it really was. And they had, uh, they had a grand old time, came in the studio. Mark got him live on air. We were, uh, he's got people over in Hawaii that are heavy metal that are uh, premiering their music here on the show. He's got folks in New Zealand that that, uh, they were listening in last night, getting all their friends to listen in to all these guys. Outstanding. You know, it's neat when you can have that impact. Yeah, yeah. You know, just from one little corner of the world. Well, they built the technology. May as well use it, right? That's my thought on it. You know, and let's take it for all we can get it. Amen. You know, Amen. so uh, so good job last night, Metal Mark. Glad to hear that. And uh, so I got Sam Brannon here in the studio with me. And uh, yes, as Sam has uh, previously alluded, I'm kind of the uh, troublemaker. I get things started, uh, and uh, you know, I let them go, and then see what happens. And you know, every now and then, I'll stir the pot my own little way, a little you know here and there. And you know, I'll, I'll do a little plausible deniability, and uh, you know, well, uh, but I still make my trouble. There you go. I, I don't know anything about the plausible deniability aspect. I just kind of yeah. go straight in. <laughs> well, sometimes I just I let other people do it. But uh, Well, you, you know, and then the funny thing is, like, we're not really making trouble. We're just asking, like, questions. intelligent questions and making, you know, intelligent yeah. points. And so let's see. Yeah. So why do we had why did we have fluoride in our water when we are claiming to be all about the, the clean river? Right. 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 Why did we miss 10,082 votes? Uh, 16, 1816. 1816, excuse me. 1816, yeah. I, I, I had an eight in there, and I knew it. But I don't uh, have a tattoo, but if I did, that would be it. Yeah. I mean, that's – and, and for the people that don't know, in 2016 – we had a, a mobile ballot box, an electronic device that was set aside and never counted that had 1,816 votes on it in 2016, just never counted here. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I did an analysis on it. Most likely, it would not have changed the election. But the one thing that was the closest 
And this is the thing, folks, that you got to be watching for. It had to do with the 911 call center and the funding for the new jail. That was the uh, 2016 jail. bond, yeah. Yeah, it and was the, the bond there was election. A road, there was a road bond, too. And yeah. But it was that one there that was the one that could— yeah, it was it was within about 20 votes. I don't think it would have made the difference. Mm, okay. But I still, okay, my tinfoil hat goes on. Sam, that's why they were holding on to it. Well, we know one, one election it did change, the Anthem Municipal right. Utility District. That's why anybody ever found out about it. What happened was there was a municipal utility district that was on the ballot, only two voters in there. They voted for a long time. It was the... Uh, forget their name, somethingheimers. Yeah. They'd been here a long time, and they knew how to vote on these machines, and they both you know, cast their votes for all the board members, for all the debt packages, but the results came back 0-1. And they knew something happened, so they went to court. They got a judge to overturn that election. Nobody at the county ever made that announcement. We had to hear about it and go in and start it. So you know, one of the things that you and I were talking about, I think, before we got on the air was – the 80, 90, oh, that was probably on the air, 80, 90% things, transparency. Yeah. All they had to do was come out and say, hey, we kind of screwed up an election. We're not sure what happened yet. We're working on it. And yeah. that, that would have been what normal people do. No, but they didn't. <laughs> no, we went in there for six weeks asking questions, and they would never put it on the agenda. And then our elections administrator came in and said, Oh, well, yeah, we, we, we solved that problem. I did a little thing, and I found a mobile ballot box that didn't, you know, that those votes were on. So everything's fine. We're like, no, you know, yeah. there's 1,816 votes that weren't counted. And by the way, there's a no vote in that election. So if you found the two yes votes, where did that come from? Of course, right. none of these things ever get answered. Right. Yeah. Well, and then you had this over at the VFW Hall. Mm -hmm. You had all the names out there. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the most poignant times, you know, I, I always look for these little moments, you know, in politics locally that stand out to me, was these people in the community going down there and saying, Jeff, look, your name's not on here. Mm -hmm. Look, your name's not on here. Yeah. My name's not on there. Yeah. But their husband's wife's. You know, yeah. and th those kind of things, it was, uh, you know, uh, or their name was on the list, mm -hmm. which meant that it didn't count. Yeah. And it was and just And they were all that, going down the list, finding yeah. themselves, oh, here's these people. Yeah. I mean, it was, because we knew who they were. Because right. they were the first 1,816 people that checked in before that machine went down. Right. Early voting. First yeah. day of early voting. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and this is where no... Uh, you know, you and I, I'm not going to get into it too much, but I think the national level, I, which I try to stay away from on this right, show, right. you know, because I can't make a difference. Right. All right. Was there, you know, there is this kind of thing that happens all across the United States, folks, okay? Don't kid yourself that, you know, every vote counts. <laughs> now, are they significant enough to change a national election? I'm probably going to say no, because I think most of them are at this noise level. But bond elections are what are the meat and potatoes of these school districts. Mm -hmm. 
and there are people that pay to get these things through. We fought, we fought them here yeah. too in San Marcos. Yeah. And you've got to realize that there are people that are going to keep some things in their back pockets just to make sure that those bonds go through. You bet. Because, I mean, you know, that's, you know, that's the next five years of their business. Well, I mean, if you ask the question, if there was an open back door at the bank and somebody could get in there, would they? Of course they would because that's money, that's currency, and they know what to do with it. But we don't ask that question about votes and elections and ballots, right? We always just go, well, you know, it's got to be safe or they wouldn't do it because, you know, it's the government, right? <laughs> Which is naive as hell in 2022. But, I mean, that's kind of the way people look at it. But you, to me, we, if we start thinking about ballots in terms of dollars, we would be a lot more particular about how they were handled. Sure. But we just go with this idea of trust. I mean, we didn't even have paper ballots up until 2019 in this county, I guess since 2004 or something like that. And when we ask that question, they look at us like we're crazy for doubting what the machine puts out. Yeah, believe in the machine. Oh, I mean, it's it's so insincere on their part. I mean, they, they make it sound like, well, that's just a ridiculous question. And it's not a ridiculous question. That's a question that it's another 80 or 90 percent thing. Everybody wants to know that their votes counted. Mm -hmm. Now we have paper. We just don't bother counting them, which we're working on. (laughs) They sit in a box that's lightly secure, you know, and then they. The Wizard of Oz says, don't look over there. Look over here. Yes, here. Let me pull this lever here and this lever there. And, uh, you know, we will. And uh, all will be right. Oh, oh, by the way, since since we're talking about this, I do have something to pimp. Uh, A website, EIPHays.com. We have an election integrity project of Hayes County that we started last summer. And we've uh, done some election watching. We've got some political stuff we're kind of doing quietly. And uh, we're doing our best to keep the public uh, updated on what we're doing. I think this summer it's going to become quite a thing, I believe. So EIPHays.com. And if you want to follow us and get on our email list, we have a contact page for that. I think it's going to be an interesting fall. And uh, what's going to happen during the summer, um, it's going to be interesting to see about the uh, ballot initiative for the uh, marijuana uh, and the barriers that they put up to that. Uh, Is that a city thing? It is a city, I, I, yes. I, I've, I've heard about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't really been really tapped into what's going on. Yeah, I, I, I told them they could if they wanted to, to get a little bit of insight. But, uh, you know, I also told them to go talk to Barry a little bit, too. But, uh, you know, uh, it, I think they want to do it on their own. I, I hope that they are They are going to – I told them already that they're going to run into everything that's going to be thrown at them. Oh, yeah. Okay, the city is going because the city does not like you dictating what is on the books. Oh, no, they don't like anything uh, that comes from the public at all. Best, and it, You know what? The only political activity I would really support at the city of San Marcos is if a group of people wanted to decharter it, I would show them how. Yeah. I, I, to me, it's that, that lost of a cause. It is insane over there. I mean, I, I've been through some battles with them. I know you have, too. Oh, yeah. And it's just I don't, I don't see the upside other than put them, put them out, <laughs> out of business. <laughs> well, and it's, we have gone so far in the last 10 to 15 years 
from the ability to go down and to call someone up and say, listen, this is ridiculous. Yeah. How do we get this? How do we get this done? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I'm looking back at the start of this COVID thing when they put that stupid fence up around the city. Yeah. I mean, wh what kind of human being, how does that even cross somebody's mind that we'll just fence off all the parkland and river, you know, when what we need is what? Vitamin D, fresh air, active, you know, physical activity. Yeah. And to me, I mean, that just showed the abject tyranny of these people's minds. And at least as they feel constrained by their roles, you know, as public officials. You know, I'm not calling them all nasty people necessarily, but I don't know what kind of person wakes up and makes that determination that that's what they have to do. And the funny thing is, is we are closer in line at the plastic checkouts, which we've now taken the plastic shields back down again, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's like, really? It's I a just... hard year for a plexiglass salesman this year, I'm sure. <laughs> a couple of years ago, they yeah. were driving Cadillacs and yeah. Yukons. And... <laughs> and all of a sudden, whoops, you're, you're back down to get uh on that note we're gonna take a quick stage tonight break this is uh rob Burke with you and uh we're gonna be having friday night with care uh, she's got a new episode coming up at seven o'clock we're gonna come back and uh talk some more with uh, sam we got to get into the uh what's going on at the uh All right. uh at the county level here so uh, we're just gonna take a quick stage tonight break be right back Order in the court. In the distant year of 2021, mankind has traveled to the far reaches of outer space. This vast galaxy is full of life forms of every shape and size, and there is one common need that unites them all. Not food, not water, in space, Everybody needs a lawyer. But who can rise to the challenge? Who has the guts to defend the denizens of our universe? I'll tell you who. Lance Vibrato, astronaut attorney. Tune in every Sunday at 9 p.m. to hear the cosmic courtroom comedy that befalls Lance Vibrato, astronaut attorney. Only on KZSM.org. Tune in to Texas River Tonk every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. We play music from our favorite country artists and let you know how to catch them live. We'll also have musicians in studio talking about their work and playing on air. Come join the party with Texas River Tonk Fridays from noon to 2 on KZSM.org, True Community Radio. And hit us up on Twitter or Instagram, at Texas River Talk. That's at TX River Talk. And back with you here in live in the studio. Rob Ork with you. And uh, this is Friday night, your connection, as always, from 7 to 8 o'clock on how you can get involved locally to make a difference. This is a show. It's called We the People. My guest tonight is Sam Brannon. And uh, one of the things I wanted to dig into, though, was all the shenanigans that went on with the Republican Party this time around at the uh, uh, at the conventions. So you've got a county that is divided at this point into two SDs, 
and uh, those SDs are changing uh, with the redistricting. So you've got some people now are in SD 21, where the most majority of the power is in the old SD 25, which uh, is the Dripping Springs in that area. I think that's about two-thirds of it, yeah. So an SD is a Senate district, and they divide the county. It's weird. I don't even know why. I could probably try to explain it. It's not worth it. But they divide it into two conventions. And you go to those conventions and you do resolutions and you figure out who your delegates will be for the state convention. So this is like grassroots politics. You know, we had our precinct conventions in the county, the S or which are the SD and then the state. And then I guess they go to the national too. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's not a bad design if it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, carried out in the good way as it was intended to. And you know, these resolutions that we put forward, they become the party platform, which, you know, from 2012 when I started reading it to 2018, I guess the last time I did, uh, it, I was pretty proud of the platform. It was coming around. We had a lot yeah. of, we had a lot of people and, you know, that were activists that were, you know, helping build that thing. And it became one that grassroots people really liked. Yeah, we have rights and yeah, government should leave us alone. Right. Yeah. And, and but the, the other thing that keeps popping in that I always hate is when we start getting into the moral uh, majority, uh, yeah. you know, planks and yeah. uh, some of the stuff there that I'm like, guys, just leave this stuff alone. Why? You know, it, it is not inclusive. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to bring people together. Yeah. I mean, there the ones where people feel that it's worth taking a stand is when you're abusing children and calling it something else. I mean, yeah. people always stand for that. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I think the social issues are what everybody kind of gets wrapped up in. And unfortunately, that's not the part that's really killing this country. The part that's really killing this country is what the government is actually doing to us. Right. Yeah. And, and um, quick thought, though, uh, one of the stories I do have to uh, share with you is the uh, uh, Sam and I getting up, oh, early, early. And going to the hotel rooms of these uh, oh ladies that were probably three times our age, I would say, at the, you know, even then, and us sneaking in and getting all of these T-shirts and all of this material and getting down to the floor and getting this out and on the tables yeah. for the Republican Liberty Caucus. Now, why? Because two groups were told that they could not have a table even though they wanted to pay the money they were republican and they wanted to have a table there uh with their merchandise and to talk to people mm -hmm. and one of them was republicans against marijuana prohibition which mm -hmm. is ramp mm -hmm. and uh that was the, the little old ladies oh that sweet lady and yeah, i'm uh, trying to remember her name i know i was too i don't remember hearing it say yeah that would be my other tattoo is her name. Yeah. <laughs> and at the same time, the log cabin Republicans were also denied. Yeah. And so I was sitting there having, handing out uh, for ramp T-shirts. Everybody was wanting, oh, I don't smoke, but man, I support. Okay, fine. I don't care. Go take it. And then the other one was, well, are you gay? No, I don't have to be gay to support, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the rights of uh, Republicans. Yeah, and, it, yeah, I mean, they were just gay Republicans. You know, I mean, if they're on board everything else, I want their vote, and they're most of them are pretty good people. Now, the guy mm -hmm. who was the head of it, 
he and I wound up getting crossed because I, I was up there willing to speak on his behalf, but he was doing some pretty shady stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that's just <laughs> personal. But yeah, I, I, I love going to those conventions because I, I'm like you. Uh, I'm kind of get there a little bit early. I, I don't go drinking at lunch. I stay, you know, and handle all the votes and then go to the receptions and try to, you know, I, I, I want to know how this stuff works. Yeah. That's I why I know, go. I want to know, know who these people works. are right. and, and who's keeping who out, right. you know, because right. I'm, I'm for, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be out there with my uh, horse and going after the Don Quixote windmill, you Absolutely. know, anytime anybody I see is, sh- you know, is slighted, uh, that's, yeah. that's when it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm after it. Well, and because around here, uh, the tendency is for us to get slighted by the people that control the power. And uh, they'll never stop. So, you know, I just make them have to do it. Make them have to slight me. I'll put it that way. (laughs) Because I'm going to keep showing up. So did they, were there a lot of the people that have tried to go to convention that they would not allow to go to convention again? No, uh, this time they did such a great job of limiting the involvement that we didn't have that problem where we had that many more people. We had 33 seats to send to the state convention. We had 33 delegates and 33 alternates. We only had 35 people there. But, but again, that's the design of how the people that control this party put it together. They don't want people gathering at precinct chair conventions. They never advertised. They waited to... They didn't advertise. They made a list and didn't tell anybody. It was, it was complicated. I mean, look, I even showed up late. You yeah. Know, so. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. It's the worst thing. And, you know, so we go through that process. And then, you know, we had a number of uh, precincts where their resolutions didn't get sent up because somebody didn't like them. So we had to take extra time. Anyway, it, it's, it's amateur day. I mean, these guys are, and for whatever reason, you know, the county chair just got elected over the woman we were talking about earlier, Laura Nunn. I guess he did. I don't know. We haven't counted those votes, and they're not going to, you know. I, and, and that's the funny thing. I, <clears throat> uh, when the Republican Party talks about election watching, we got to get ready for the general. we got to get ready for the general. It's like, No. We have to be ready in the primary because I'm more concerned about the Republicans yeah. stealing the vote than I am the Democrats. Well, and the crazy thing is, is that the party pays for it. Yeah. Okay, your party dues pay for those elections. Right. So you should have a say in that. But no, they don't. Why would we want to question our own, you know, no, question somebody else, but not us. No. Well, they broke the entire system in, I think it was 2018 or 19, when they decided to go to the countywide polling places. Yep. That, what it did, because when you think about the way politics has always been done, the voting has always been done at the precinct location, which is always the same. Back before we had machines, you know, they were, it was commonplace to count them at the polling place. Yeah. So you, you've got uh, you know, locals from that precinct working the precinct. You got watchers watching them. You got the count going on at the end of the day, and that's the way it's supposed to be done by everybody taking a part in the involvement. You can't throw those elections when you have that going on in fifty precincts around the county. You can't steal an election here yeah. if you have people showing up or us showing up. You've got the regular ones that we know. We know how many people vote. We know, yeah. you know, we know yeah. the numbers, you know. And, uh, and at that point, you even know the people voting, right, yes. if it's consistently in your precinct. So mm-hmm. what, what they did is they went to what they called countywide polling places 
And it was under the auspices of, hey, we need to make it more convenient. And yeah. a lot of times people go on election day, you know, a little bit close to 7 o'clock, and they, they can't find their place, the line's so, long, yeah. and they can't make So we'll just make it to where they can vote anywhere, anytime. And when they did that, what it did, it, what it essentially did, it's like taking the guy that sold suits on Main Street, you put him out of business and got to go to Men's Warehouse and down to New Braunfels. That's the way we run it now. It's really not about you. You can participate. And we'll make it real easy for you to participate, but it's not your system. It's we're going to make it easy to count and do electronic stuff and make a number at the end of the night and tell you everything's okay. Well, the other thing it affected is for the the little guy running. Okay, the incumbents they have that advantage because they can take off. They can go all sorts of places. They've got that name recognition. Mm-hmm. If you are not an incumbent. And you now, you knew that you only had a couple polling places that Mm -hmm. you were going to be at. You could put all your signs there. Mm -hmm. Now, these people could be anywhere. Right. And a lot of people vote down ballot at the last minute based on signs. Sorry to say, but that's it. Well, I mean, if they happen to read signs even, you know, I mean, people... Most of them go in with the list that somebody gave them, unfortunately. I don't know. I'm not suggesting a, a voter test. No, no. I'm but not. I wouldn't argue real hard against it either. You know, yeah. like Maybe the same one the immigrants have to take to become citizens. I mm. think that would be a good start because I don't think enough people really understand. Yeah, those that have been here don't understand yeah. enough. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, well, hey, Sam, we're running out of time here. Uh, you want to plug the um, uh, pimp your uh, uh, your website one more time again for everybody? Yeah, it's the Election Integrity Project of Hayes County. We've shortened it, so we've got a real cool seven-letter uh, web address. It's beautiful, eiphayes.com. And it's been kind of, uh, you know, we just finished up the primary election watch. We're going to do one for the runoff. And then we're going to have our summer program where we're getting good and busy and uh, uh, preparing for a good watch in November. And we've got some political things we need to get done. And our election watching, I'll make it real quick. But we found out these judges are taking equipment home. And nobody at the state thinks that's a problem. And, you know, they said, well, you know. So we've created a list of things that, you know, uh, the law allows, but our local government can put some further restrictions on how we do it and make it a little bit safer. So that's what we're going to be Mm -hmm. after starting this summer. All right. Sam Brandon, thanks for coming on. This has been uh, We the People here. We're going to be back with you again next week. And uh, Quad's going to be back talking about First Amendment in the city. Sam, thanks for coming in tonight. Friday night with Kara is up next. Yay.